just crazy to think that if the Pittsburgh Penguins don't lose to the Chicago Blackhawks of all teams at the end of the regular season, we're not even talking about the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That is how crazy things are. The Calgary Flames missed the playoffs and they had one more point than the Florida Panthers. You're now listening to the Boys in the Booth podcast with your hosts, Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. Well, good evening and uh, welcome to another Let Us Explain edition of the Boys in the Booth podcast. We've done quite a few of these uh, before. I know that Chad wants to get one done talking about uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs fiasco heading into the offseason and all of that. And uh, so it's my turn to to do one now. I haven't done one in a little while. Uh, Case and, and Chad are taking the night off. And uh, we felt that it was warranted to do a Let Us Explain on uh, probably the, the best story in, in the National Hockey League right now. And, and they have been for, for quite a while in, in the postseason and even going back to um, you know, further than than that, but uh, we're we're doing a let us explain on the Florida Panthers. You can see I got my Panthers shirt on, and uh, I think it's warranted because of this incredible run that this hockey team is is on right now. So, um, for for starters, just want to say that uh, a, a really good source for uh, a lot of the information that that I grabbed for this episode was uh, the article that Mark Lazarus did uh, online for The Athletics. So I uh, suggest that you definitely go and check that out for more of an uh, an in-depth, detailed kind of look at uh, the, uh, the rise of the Florida Panthers from basically a, a franchise of dysfunction to a legit Stanley Cup contender and and a really solid franchise in 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 the NHL. So just generally looking at some low points for this organization uh in the article and 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 some of the things were pretty shocking that uh that I was reading in that article um for the athletic from uh from Mark Lazarus but uh, it was things like uh a, a, an executive chasing after ticket scalpers that were like 10 feet away from the box office. So that's that's number one. Uh, Brian Campbell, former uh, defenseman for the uh, for the Panthers, the, the Buffalo Sabres, of course, and, and other teams, said that uh, players had to pay like 20 bucks for pregame meals. Like, I just could you imagine being a player for a team in the NHL having to pay for your meals? So that was another one. Uh, of course, the Gerard Gallant dismissal a few years back. He uh, he was let go after a game in, in rally uh, against the Hurricanes. Funny enough, who, of course, the, the Panthers are playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and and had, to, uh, had to take a cab and... and and go on his way, and that was it. So that whole dismissal of Gerard Gallant that was really poorly done. And, uh, of course, the lack of playoff success um, since 1996 until last year, of course, when they won their first series since 96. 
So though, that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. Those were some key points that I pulled from that Mark Lazarus uh, athletic article of just the dysfunction that went on with, uh, with, the, with the Florida Panthers before and the lack of success that they had. So getting to the, the Panthers and their rise to, to stardom and um, to Stanley Cup contention, which they're so close to, obviously, being up 3 nothing, uh against the Carolina Hurricanes in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, there, there's one key date here that I think uh, really points to the, the turnaround of, of the Florida Panthers, the start of that, and that's September 2nd of 2020, the day that Bill Zito was hired as their new general manager. Uh, Zito spent seven seasons with the Columbus Blue Jackets organization as an assistant GM. He um, was successful, of course, with the uh, Cleveland Monsters, uh, leading them to an AHL championship and and uh, served in, in many other roles with that organization as well for seven seasons. So Zito was hired on September 2nd of 2020. Of course, he interviewed elsewhere he finally gets his uh, first crack at uh, at being in the, in the GM's chair in Florida. So looking at that 2020-21 season, uh, of course, that was the 56-game uh, shortened season because of the pandemic, 79 points, and then they lost to, which was kind of referred as the big brother in uh, the state of Florida, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Of course, they lost to the Bolts in six games in, in round one. So the playoff struggles continue for the Panthers. Good team in the regular season, but little playoff success. Then last season, 2021-22, if you can remember, uh, the Panthers absolutely dominant. Uh, 122 points, President's Trophy winners, high-flying offense, just go, go, go. What a fascinating team to watch last season. They beat Washington in six games in, in round one. I think that that series went on a little further than a lot of people expected. Washington gave them a pretty good run, but at the end of the day, Florida was the better team, and, and uh, they got it done in six. That was their first playoff series win since 1996, and then it went downhill from there, kind of like the Toronto Maple Leafs this year after all that goodwill that they earned with that first round victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning, they lose in five to guess who the Florida Panthers this year, as we know. Uh, but last year, after that first round victory for the Panthers over the Caps in, in six games, they get swept by the, the big brother, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning in round two. And Elliot Friedman and others uh, reported this, that... Um, Things were intense in in that front office with Bill Zito and in company, and um, they were they they were really frustrated, and things had to kind of be calmed down. And uh, but they they decide to to make some big changes, and and we're gonna get to that certainly. And now a word from our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Liquid IV. Whether you're staying active or nursing a hangover, Liquid IV has you covered. 
Just one stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients, it's non-GMO, and it's free from gluten, dairy, and soy. There are plenty of awesome flavors, but my personal favorite right now is lemon lime. So get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code boys underscore in underscore the underscore booth at checkout. That's 20% off anything in the store when you order using the promo code boys underscore in underscore the underscore booth at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today with Liquid IV. This podcast is also sponsored by the best ticket app out there, SeatGeek. SeatGeek takes the confusion out of buying tickets, making it quick and easy to get the best deals on tickets to your favorite sporting events. Plus, Boys in the Booth listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase on SeatGeek with the promo code BOYSINTHEBOOTH in all caps. So click the link in the description down below to download the app and remember to get your discounted tickets using the code BOYSINTHEBOOTH in all caps. Get great seats for a fraction of the cost with SeatGeek. Um, so we, we look at this regular season, so they, they come in 92 points, you know, not as ridiculous of a season as, as last year, of course. And the, the Panthers were kind of looked like as a, as a team that, that underachieved and they were in danger of missing the playoffs. I mean, it's just crazy to think that if the Pittsburgh Penguins don't lose to the Chicago Blackhawks of all teams at the end of the regular season, we're not even talking about the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That is how crazy things are. The Calgary Flames missed the playoffs and they had one more point than the Florida Panthers. The Buffalo Sabres were one point behind the Panthers. Uh, and, and look where they are now. The Panthers finished again with 92 points, as I said, in the regular season and as the lowest seed, 17th, a wild card team. Uh, the lowest seed going into the Stanley Cup playoffs. And then they stunned the Boston Bruins in seven games. Carter Verhage coming off of his first 40-goal season. He scores the overtime winner in Boston to silence that crowd at TD Garden in Game 7 as they uh, stunned the the best team ever in the NHL and in the regular season, the, the Boston Bruins, with, with 65 wins. So they take them out in 7, and then they get right on the Toronto Maple Leafs, a 3-0 series lead. Toronto uh, plays a, a, a very good Game 4 in Sunrise, and then a, a very good Game 5 as well back in Toronto. And then it's uh, Nick Cousins scoring the overtime winner to push them to uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. And as we sit here today, the Panthers are up 3-0 on the Carolina Hurricanes. They are one win away from moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Their last appearance uh, in the Cup Finals, of course, was in 1996. So going back to Bill Zito, because I I have to give him the most credit, the general manager who uh, basically came in, you know, with the core intact, with... with, uh, you know, the big three there, Barkov, Ekblad, and Bobrovsky, who, of course, has just been out of this world for the Florida Panthers in the postseason after not a very good regular season. And a guy who, for a long time, was seen as uh, an, an aging goaltender, his best days are behind him, who is overpaid. 
well, we can we can toss that in in the garbage uh, now for sure. So he comes in Barkov, Ekblad, Bobrovsky, obviously Huberdo, Uyghur, and 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 others. But he makes some really key moves, and there are a lot of them. Starting with Carter Verhage, who uh, is is now a forty goal scorer in the NHL and has been lights out in the postseason uh, for the Florida Panthers. Uh, he brings in Gustav Forsling, a solid top four defenseman now in the National Hockey League. He was a waiver claim, a waiver claim, Gustav Forsling, and uh, has a pretty nice cap hit as well at uh, at under $3 million. So he was another player. Brandon Montour, who had a 73-point season and... Uh, and very well should be in the Norris Trophy conversation this year. He absolutely breaks out and has found a home in Florida. 73 points in the regular season, like I mentioned. He got Montour from Buffalo for a third-round pick. And at the time, you know, I got to defend Kevin Adams of the Sabres for for making that move because Montour just um, wasn't wasn't producing at the time, and it just wasn't a, a good fit for him in Buffalo. So, um, you know, the uh, the the return wasn't quite going to be there with with uh, given the um, given the the lack of production that Montour had in in his couple of seasons in Buffalo there. But he comes to to Florida and just breaks out, and he has been a force on on that Florida blue line, as we've seen. Sam Reinhardt, another former Sabre, you know, the the second overall pick, of course, in that 2014 draft, he he goes to Buffalo and and uh, was there for a long time and and you know he finally gets moved on in a pretty good one for one trade. Um, it's it's a first round pick and and uh, Devin Levi that that goes to Buffalo for Sam Reinhart who has been lights out. He he, he gets the game winner the other night to put the. To put the Panthers up 3-0, he scored the uh, the overtime winner in, in Game Three in in that series with Toronto in the second round to to put the Panthers up 3-0. Reinhardt finally getting a chance to win, and uh, he's really found himself a home in Buffalo as well. Another top five pick, completely revitalized in Florida, Sam Bennett. That's another one. Uh, really struggled in in Calgary towards the end of his time there. Was playing on the fourth line. Was a healthy scratch at times. He has been an absolute force for the Panthers in in the postseason. And of course, we got to get to the other Calgary Flame and and the biggest former Flame that came to the Florida Panthers in that blockbuster deal last summer. Which it's crazy at the time of that deal. The uh, the Kachuk for Uyghur and Huberto deal, and there were other pieces in there as well, picks and and uh, prospect Cole Schwint going to Calgary and whatnot. But we were looking at the return that Calgary got, and we were like, "Geez, you know, Brad Treliving, give yourself a, a pat on the back," and it just didn't work out. And Kachuk comes in, and he has become the heartbeat of this Florida Panthers hockey team. There's no question. Uh, finished uh, as one of the finalists for the Hart Trophy and, and the Ted Lindsay, and uh, and he he deserves it. Had uh, another 100-point season. 
and and he is the heartbeat of this team has has scored two overtime winners in in games 1 and 2 in this series he's been absolutely lights out and i think that that was the biggest game changing move for this team and even looking at 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 other moves that were sort of minor but have really paid off nick cousins has has been a great value player for the for the Florida Panthers, of course, uh, he was the one who ended the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs' chances of coming back in that second round series against the Panthers. He scored the overtime winner in Game Five. He's been a really great fit, and uh, of course, uh, Zito knows him from Columbus. So those are a lot of key moves, big moves that uh that Zito has made and and I'm sure I'm missing some Anthony Duclair is another guy that you could throw in there another former Columbus Blue Jacket who who's been good in in Florida even though he was injured for most of this season but is is back now and healthy and playing in the lineup Mark and Eric Stahl just adding that solid veteran experience and, and leadership and then the head coach as well and that is another really big swing that Bill Zito took. And I just, uh, I, I look at him as a guy who's fearless. He's not afraid to take big swings. And uh, I, I think that we're, we're seeing that more and more now that that is a really important thing as an executive, as a GM now in, in the NHL, that you you have to be willing to take big swings and get a little aggressive. And that's what Bill Zito did on a lot of occasions and it's really paid off. And again, with with the head coach, and I, I think a lot of us thought that Paul Maurice was done with, with coaching after he resigned from the Winnipeg Jets, but it is clear that he was not the problem with that group. He's an experienced coach, a veteran coach. We know his history with the Carolina Hurricanes. He was successful there, uh, former coach in the Maple Leafs. He's been around a long time, and clearly... He was the right guy for this group this time of year, that veteran, hard-nosed coach to be able to push this group and, and get the most out of, uh, out of their players. And so um, I, I give Bill Zito uh, probably the, the most credit for the turnaround of the Florida Panthers. I think, uh, again, him getting hired on September 2nd of 2020 and the events that have followed after that, have just been absolutely outstanding uh and have really pointed to the the reason why this uh this franchise has has turned things around and now they're one win away from going to the Stanley Cup finals so uh definitely think it was warranted to uh do a let us explain episode on the Florida Panthers uh because I I, I think a, a lot of us out there I know all three of the boys here uh Chad Case and, and myself we didn't expect this from the Florida Panthers after the moves that they made the assets that they gave up and everything and I think that a lot of people out there would agree with us and given how they underachieved in the regular season a year after after winning the president's trophy but that's what's great about hockey and sports in general is that there's always an underdog and this year the Florida Panthers are it and uh, I think it's safe to say that they're um, one of if not the NHL's best story right now one win away from going to the Stanley Cup finals for the first time since 1996 so uh, again if you're looking for uh, a little more in-depth analysis 
on the Florida Panthers and their turnaround as a as a franchise. You can check out that article from uh, Mark Lazarus uh, on the Athletics website. And I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Thanks so much. Uh, that was another Let Us Explain episode for the Boys in the Booth podcast. Enjoy uh, the rest of your week, and uh, we'll chat with you again next week. Thanks. This has been another episode of Boys in the Booth with Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. Connect with the Boys in the Booth on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Boys in the Booth. Visit boysinthebooth.com for show details. And don't forget, you can become a patron of the podcast for just $1 a month at patreon.com slash boysinthebooth.